and welcome back to the Ministry of Pod, brought to you by ENN. I'm your host, P.H. Trey. Thanks, everybody, for your feedback on our last episode, our first episode. Uh, we're really excited for this new platform. Really, it's an experiment in how we communicate and disseminate radio information. So really appreciate you bearing with us as we work through all the kinks in the software and in this development process. We have a really exciting show for you today. Uh, we're gonna break down the executive poll results and I'll be chatting with Picto about uh, the Ministry of Communication and his presidential run against CSP. Sopo, thanks for joining me to chat about the EBC's European Midterm Executive Satisfaction Poll. Right off the bat, do you have any thoughts on how the poll is in general about the executive branch results? For sure. I think uh, overall, it's good news across the board, um, minus a few comments here and there that were negative. The, the numbers look really good for this administration. Uh, you can kind of get into the nitty gritty a little bit more in some of these things, but if I were the president or a part of this administration, I think I would be really happy with how things look. When I see the numbers here, we have 28 respondents, which is in line with historical poll results. We're getting across the board, like you said, this isn't straight A's, but if I came home with this report card, my mom would tell me that I've done a very good job in Aeropea this term. Uh, I think the thing that stands out to me is that the cabinet across the board is more highly regarded than the president and vice president, excluding the attorney general, which is kind of a unique situation. But I think, you know, if you're the president and all of your ministers are performing really well, I think I would still be happy <laughs> because I think that still reflects well back on you, even if your numbers aren't quite so high. And that was maybe the one puzzle that I had looking at these results. We are seeing some, frankly, eye-popping numbers. Grand Admiral Karamia has 96% approval rating. Interior, in the 90s. Ministry of World Assembly mid 80s as well. Foreign affairs in the 80s. Culture, 80s. Radio, 80s. And we're seeing a slight drag on writing legend and on president CSP. Do you think that this is all comes down to the Ministry of Communications and just not being able to link the successful work that's been done in each ministry back to the president? Yeah, I think that could definitely be a part of it. I also think CSP suffers occasionally from his own personal style. You know, he can be a little rough around the edges and nothing like what he used to be. But I think, you know, that can rub people the wrong way and might explain a bit of that difference. And then the vice presidency is always tough. I mean, these are really good numbers for a vice president. And usually people are like, I don't know what the vice president does. He's not visible. I frankly think Gleg has been 
incredibly visible. And maybe some of that has come after the poll as well. The timing was just bad. But yeah, I think you could be right that the Ministry of Communications has suffered. They went, you know, about a week without having a minister, which the president did explain. But PATH seems a little bit slow on the uptake now as well. I think that Ministry of Communications has definitely suffered. And that's reflected in in the polling results. You see that a chunky 64% are neutral on Pathawal himself. That's pretty remarkable considering you imagine, hey, a rising tide lifts all boats. We have amazing numbers across the board. And Path is, you know, running behind the leaders here. Mm-hmm. I do wonder in part whether or not this also played a role in not being able to be in the Senate. He, you know, he path ran for election in the by-election and was the only candidate, but was unsuccessful in his re-election campaign, um, coming up just short of getting reelected in the Senate. Um, and I wonder if that dissatisfaction or the just general apathy towards him so far has been reflected in this poll results as well. I I think this poll opened when he had barely been on the job. So, you know, for me, I I just said I was unsure because I didn't have enough information to go off of yet. Um, It's been over a week now since the poll ran and we've only had you know, we had an article on Calvin's commendation. I guess we had the article from Maui on the Senate election, and we had the poll results, which took a little bit while to get up. So it's not anything groundbreaking so far from him. And it has been, aside from the poll results, the last, yeah, there just hasn't been a lot of output from, from the ministry the past month or so. So I think he sort of has an uphill battle, and he's going to have to kick things into gear to win people over. There's a lot to bite off here if you're Pathawal. I, I was reading back through his Senate confirmation thread, and he acknowledged that he was going to need a lot of support from the executives because this was a first-time ministry for him. Do you think that some of the shortcomings that we may have seen or, or the lack of high-quality, high number of outputs from, from communications is perhaps why we're seeing a little bit more dissatisfaction going back to the top of the ticket in uh, CSP and writing legend. Yeah, I think it could be this. This is definitely a sticking point for people. Comms is a really high visibility ministry with a lot of EBC articles. Um, And so it's really easy to quantify the success of the ministry based on the number of articles that are published and the interaction with those articles. I think it's one that's easy for people to judge when the numbers aren't there, especially during the interim period, you sort of expect that the president and vice president step in and that they're coaching the new minister along. Uh, and I think if if we see like a failure in comms from the minister, that will definitely re- continue to reflect poorly on the president and vice president. And so looking forward at the week ahead, we are currently in the middle of a media blitz from the administration where we're going to have RMB ask me anythings. There's been Discord ask me anythings, voice chats every night with every member of this administration. To me, this reads as a clear attempt to push the Ministry of Communications and just the communications 
within the administration forward and sort of alleviate some of the concerns that we've seen reflected in this in, in this poll. Yeah, and it's interesting to me that this is coming from the vice president versus from the Ministry of Communications. I think that's showing that it's a priority for the administration in the second half of the term that they're sort of getting on top of that that communications thing of like who is who is who is in charge of this uh, and who is making sure that that the administration's message is communicated. So clearly, the the vice president has been tasked with this or has decided to take it up. And I hope that this focus trickles down into the EBC as well. And reading the tea leaves. When you see this sort of media blitz coming right on the heels of a poll that says, hey, maybe communications is the weakest point in this administration. This media blitz, to me, reads, we're running for re-election. We want to run it back and we want to shore up areas of weakness in our in a re-election campaign. Yeah, it does sound like that. And that could be... That could mean either that CSP is going to run again, or maybe Writing Legend is going to run himself. I think either of those things are equivalent, more or less, to a re-election bid. But I think, you know, if I also look into the tea leaves a little bit, I think for CSP, this is also about legacy. He, like me, uh, has had ups and downs and has had bad presidential terms. Uh, He has not been president for a really long time. Uh, and one of the big goals for me when I ran again in 2018 was that like, I've done a bad job at this before or like a mediocre job. And I really want to do well and prove that I can do it well and do it for the region. So I think for CSP, this is, could be about legacy too. Even if he doesn't want to run for reelection, I think it, it means a lot for us olds uh, to sort of have this mark of like, yeah, I can be president and I can do it well. That's really interesting. And one thing that I've noticed how CSP approaches the presidency this term is a very clear weekend, weekday breakdown. He's been very upfront that his activity on the weekends is not going, he's not going to be spending a lot of time in the region on the weekends. Is that a tenable way to run Aeropea in 2022? I think this is a really good question. Um, and my first thought is that I don't know that CSP has actually said this anywhere. I don't think CSP has said, hey, I am going to be doing Europia only during the week, only during business hours, or whatever whatever the claim is. Maybe in reality, that is what's happening and that he is more focused on Europia during the week, during the day. I don't think that this is an official written policy of the president, at least not as far as I've been able to see. But back to the original question of is is it sustainable? Is it possible? Um, I would like to think so. And if it's not, it should be. Now, certainly, I, I don't think the president can say, I'm always only available nine to five, Monday through Friday. I can never do anything outside those hours. That I don't think is tenable. But I do think it's reasonable for a president to say, I'm going to handle the bulk of business and the bulk of my work during these times. I'm going to be less responsive at other times, if responsive at all. And if you want me to do something particularly outside of the times when I'm most available, it needs to be pre-planned. And sure, there are like emergencies, but I think what is a real emergency and what is sort of a 
hyped up non-emergency uh, is, I mean, judging that as part of being president as well. So I sort of admire this, uh, this approach, if indeed that is what he's trying to do, because creating boundaries is what creates sustainability uh, in any type of role. But I do think that you need to be clear about what you're doing and, and what those boundaries are uh, so that people know what to expect from you so that you know, you're aligned. But I think it, it should be a totally reasonable thing. And for other people, it could be the opposite. It could be, I am a student, uh, like I'm, I'm a high school student. I can only do Europia on evenings and weekends. And I'm really never going to be available during the day because I'm in school. Things like that. I think that's also totally reasonable. Um, healthy even. Yeah, healthy. I mean, I've had to do this before and usually not when I'm president, frankly. It's sort of during other times where I turn off, you know, Discord notifications on my phone. I've already said it so that I only get notifications for direct messages. I don't get notifications for every ping anymore uh, because that just gets absurd. And because looking back, I mean, when I started playing, when you started playing, it was on a desktop computer. We didn't have smartphones. Um, the instant chat was much clunkier and less a less effective way to communicate. Everything was done on the forums. There's not this sort of 24-7 activity happening, uh, which, by the way, is also why I was able to be a member of like 10 different regions at the same time, because they didn't consume as much of your time as they do now. Um, so I think... I do wonder if... I do wonder if... So just to jump in here. Yeah, yeah. I do wonder if multi-region citizenry, if we looked at how many regions people are in and actively participating, and if that has just plummeted since the rise of Discord and all these different social media applications that allow you to be really engaged with citizens of one region. I have to imagine that we've seen a decline in what used to be called cosmopolitanism. Yeah, I think that's totally true. Um, I think you have a lot more people who are a lot of people who still hold citizenship in multiple regions, but I, I think you have fewer people who are holding government positions simultaneously in multiple regions uh, because the expectations are generally higher. A lot of our, a lot of the most cosmopolitan players that I think are active in Europia are either mainly active in Europia and socially active elsewhere or they're mainly active somewhere else and they're socially active in Europia. Because uh, we have a lot of people who are citizens who sort of participate on the margins, but who their main jobs are somewhere else. No, these are all really interesting conversations. I feel like we could have an entire episode or series of episodes on work burdens in Europea over time and how they compare to other regions. Absolutely. I mean, we as a region have spent a lot of time discussing this issue over the past, I would say, five years. There is tons of content out there that could be explored. Do you have any final thoughts on the executive poll results? For me, I'm thinking comms, my big takeaway, comms needs some love and maybe some attention. We'll see if the media blitz is able to push the region to maybe perceive the, the ministry in a more positive light. And my second and final thought is, wow, the attorney general, it's a position we've never really 
understood exactly how it fits if you're not a lawyer, how to do this job super effectively. My thoughts go out to Monkey, who just nobody really knows what to make of him or of this position. And I don't blame them and I don't blame him. Yeah, I think those are both very valid conclusions to take away. And I would add that these numbers and the performance of this administration is really good compared to the past two, I would say. I think satisfaction is much higher. And additionally, that despite the really good numbers, there are a few people in the comments who do seem to be detractors who have some very specific and loud concerns. And so I would wonder if maybe the high numbers will deter them from agitating any further, or if we're going to see any of this sort of come out into the public, into private media, any of these criticisms go beyond uh, these poll comments, or if they're going to die there. Sopo, to, to get into this idea a little bit, my theory, which could be complete bogus, is that we're not going to see these concerns percolate into more public spheres. And this is why. Because these concerns are about the activity level of the president. They're about open communication with the region. But this is a segment of the population that has responded to this poll that is most engaged. And if these folks are happy, across the board, I would characterize this as a satisfied populace. If you can only find 15, 20, 25% of folks who are dissatisfied with the president's communications, then I don't think that's going to resonate with the larger voting public. I agree. I think you would have to uh, foment some more dissatisfaction in general. Uh, And I'm not sure that anybody is going to be committed enough to do that uh, when they're sort of already fighting an uphill battle since people seem to be pretty happy with the administration. Isn't that what the Ministry of Pod is here for? Fomenting dissatisfaction. <laughs> I think we're going to be done for now. <laughs> oh. Sopo, thank you so much for joining me, breaking down poll results. Look forward to talking to you soon. Yeah, thank you, Dre. As always, it is great to be here. Today, I'm joined with Pick Doe to chat about his run against CSP and writing legend in the previous election, about the executive poll results, and about the Ministry of Communication. Pick Doe, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, I'm, I'm very honored to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It's our pleasure and our listeners' pleasure. So let's start off with your last presidential or vice presidential run against CSP writing legend. Were you disappointed with the results and would you do have done anything differently? I think the results were not very surprising. That's why they probably weren't too disappointing. Obviously, you always hope that you get some people voting for you, um, uh, maybe even just because they like you. <laughs> but that is not the political nature of our game. If you don't really campaign, which at least I didn't, if, if you see that the issues you campaign on or that you run on rather are pretty unpopular, then I think you know what you're getting, kind of. Uh, From that point of view, it wasn't disappointing. After you lost, 
CSP tapped you to run the Ministry of Communication. Was there any hesitation? Yes, but that's not because of CSP. I was just initially unsure if I wanted to go into cabinet again um, or if I would then prefer to run for Senate. Uh, in the end, uh, we talked about what I could imagine doing, and um, I said I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by going into communications again because that was a ministry that had some trouble in the term before. And that's how it came to be. And I was very honored um, to have been asked by CSP. And one thing you, you mentioned that stands out to me in your first speech as Minister of Communication was in the 2021 Gameplay Awards, the EBC wasn't nominated. Was that one of the big motivations for you, was to bring the EBC back to its former glory? Yes. Um, I thought, well, these Gameplay Awards, they're not something that we traditionally do very well in because um, gameplay isn't our biggest uh, sphere of engagement, I would say, um, very mildly. We did previously win um, the award for the best newspaper, actually. So to just completely fall off was a very alarming sign to me that we certainly lost glory or certainly relevance um, when it comes to the EBC. And I thought that was very unfortunate because we see or have seen that, uh, especially during that time, other media couldn't just compete with what we're doing. Um, and I think what we did was still pretty good. It just lacked any relevance, seemingly whatsoever, to uh, to Anna's gameplay. Mm -hmm. And I want to skip forward a little bit. I want to come back to this idea of the EBC and relevance in the larger gameplay community. But first, let's jump forward to your resignation, because you were not able to finish the term as Minister yep. of Communication. What prompted that, if you want to get into it? It's not It's not a big deal, I want to say, insofar as that um, I think I've been open about it at the time, too, that the whole Ukraine crisis was something that gave me a little bit push over the edge. Um, it's been a few tens years in general, and at that moment, I was just like, okay, this is a bit much. I, I really think I should not continue because my head just isn't there for the game right now, um, and especially for the Ministry of Communications. So, uh, yeah, I approached CSP, and he was super understanding um, and very supportive, and then we figured out how to do this. And how to do this, the follow-up that the CSP administration has was to nominate Pathowal as a first-time minister. Yep. Do you have any thoughts on how that's gone so far? Because the executive poll uh, midterm results came out just a few days ago, and the region as a whole seems quite unsure what to make of his tenure so far. He hasn't been around for very long, but also it's not clear that there's been a lot of a, you know improvement in the number or quality of EBC articles. I, I do want to just very strongly say I don't think this has to do with Pathwell, and I think he was he he was done a bit dirty by the whole <laughs> uh, by the whole poll um, just coming out or being released like a day after he was confirmed in the Senate. Of course, he didn't have a chance to prove himself in that time. Uh, what I can say as minister and even as vice president before that, who who obviously watched communications as well, is that Pathwell did stand out during a longer period of time now in communications for good engagement and good work. Um, and I can say, coming back maybe to the election, uh, that he was certainly someone uh, who I would have had on the 
uh, list to be Minister of Communications as well. And he was also definitely someone who I supported after my resignation. So if this isn't a path problem, is it more of a structural problem of how the Ministry of Communication is organized or what its remittances are? Um, do you have any thoughts having worked as the minister and within the ministry as a whole? Is this a well-designed ministry? That's a very good question. And I'm my first idea is to say generally yes, but there are so many things that need that could be improved that we just also don't really get the time to tackle. Something, for example, that I found quite important is planning ahead because you'll always have a few things in a term that you already know are going to happen. You know you're going to have a founding day. You know you're going to have an election. You know you're going to have... I mean, you can go and can go ahead and plan for these and make sure that they get written and then they come out maybe in a week where you don't have much other content. Uh, I think that's important and something that we need to get a little better at, um, planning ahead. So the Ministry of Communications, you've talked a lot about the responsibilities of the Minister of Communications within the EBC and promoting the EBC. Yeah. Do you think that that is the entirety of the responsibilities of the minister? Or do you think that there are larger strategic goals that the minister has that fall, you know, that are outside of the EBC and its strategic vision? Oh, that certainly is. Um, I don't know how much responsibility of the minister that is. That would probably have to be declared um, between the party so the president and vice president on the one hand who had their political vision that they ran on and that they want to see through um, and the minister who often has their own ambitions uh, what i can say for myself certainly is that i would have had the ambition to do more about our international side um, we talked about this a bit before but i do think uh, we need to work on making the ebc more relevant again in my case uh, i was lucky because this was a campaign point of a csp writing legend anyways and this is something however that I would say is very clearly in the FA side of things. Uh, I can't go barging in as, as Minister of Communications and just decide for myself and the ministry what we're going to do here. Mm -hmm. uh, I can, however, say, hey, I've got this idea. I've got uh, maybe even plans for this. Do I have your support? Um, what should I look out for? Um, I don't know if Pathful is doing that. I, I assume they would. And I hope and assume that he's got the support of the president with that as well. Do you have any other thoughts on the executive poll or on how communications has gone so far or just the general administration? I think it's probably gone quite well. I saw there was some criticism in the executive satisfaction poll, a lot of which I can understand, some of which I can't. For example, there was some criticism of writing legend and having been... Um, in, in some ministries or seeing behind the scenes in some ministries as well, I felt that he wasn't particularly inactive. I thought he involves himself in ministries quite a lot. There's also criticism which I understand. For example, when it comes to communicating, especially with the week or two that we had between uh, my resignation and Pathwell's nomination, I think that was certainly something that could have been communicated better on, on the side of the administration what they want to do there and what the next steps are going to be. One thing I'd also like to get into if do you think that it is time to bring together communications, culture and radio and think about what our domestic 
cultural output is. If you think about communications, radio, and culture as all doing different kinds of domestic activity, is there repetition occurring or are there redundancies in the kind of work we're doing? Or do you think that we have a good system for creating gameplay loops that are satisfying for Europeans? I definitely think that's something that we need to get better at. I do think we've made efforts, um, maybe even improved efforts to combine the efforts and to find one goal um, and maybe make this mm -hmm. team effort rather than three individual ministries working on sometimes the same goals and sometimes uh, with wildly varying results. Um, even trying to do the same, but with different yeah, or, success. Or just slightly sometimes, different ways. Um, uh, I don't yeah. know, that, that's something that's interesting to me to think about. Um, sometimes what I found is in my professional life, as well as in, in, in nation states, taking a step away, when you come back, you see things with a fresh set of eyes or maybe just slightly differently than you had before. The way that we had always done things seems like a good reason when you're in it, but sometimes you come back and you think, huh, why, why are we doing things this way? Just because this is the way that we've done it for the past X terms or since we created radio, we've just been doing it this way because it's the way we do it. And I mean, specifically about radio, um, I, I know I said this in reply to your first podcast, but trying to move away from Mixler solely and trying to find new avenues is something we've done very or at least more concentrated in the last term, but probably throughout many years now, we've always been looking at other avenues. We've always tried to expand on our streaming um, last term, trying to find other services that we could move on to. Um, but you just took the initiative uh, with a fresh set of eyes and did something that we uh, discussed forever. And we were, <laughs> we were maybe too afraid or, Unenthusiastic to the really way that do. I like to think about it is that the EBC is a very big boat and you don't want to turn that thing when it's in the Suez. You you might as well take a nice <laughs> little dingy that uh, Sopo and I are commandeering here and uh, see if we can do some figure eights in the, in the deep end of the pool. Victor, do you have any other final thoughts on how the administration has gone so far? Are you excited about the rest of this term and are you excited about voting for them for re-election because i have a feeling it's coming i i'm honestly unsure that they're gonna run for re-election i haven't gotten that feeling thus far i think it's clear they're they're still trying to work for their political image um which you certainly would want to do if you want to run for re-election but i also feel like it's not been as fleshy as maybe they would have hoped or certainly the region expected. I think it's been said by many other people um, on EBC Radio before that CSP is a great campaigner and he did have a great campaign along with Writing Legend. I don't know if uh, the term lived up to those expectations, um, even though it was still a very fine term. Wow. Those are some fighting words, Picto. Well, no, no, no. I... I didn't have any expectations for that term anyways, because I voted for my own ticket. Um, <laughs> but that's the feeling that I'm getting. Um, and I'm sure it, it's a feeling they feel exists as well. 
Arepicto, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me about the election, the polling results, and about communications. Uh, you have a really unique perspective, spend a lot of time thinking about EBC, and you spend a lot of time thinking about radio, and uh, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Yes, thank you. It, it's been a pleasure to be here with you. That's all for this week on the Ministry of Pod. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, P.H. Dre. I'd like to thank my co-host, Sopo, and our guest today, Picto. A special shout out to the EBC for putting together the executive midterm poll. As always, this is an experimental format, and we're really looking for feedback from you, our listeners. We've already tried to incorporate some of your feedback from episode one. Thanks again for listening. See you next time on The Ministry of Pod, brought to you by ENN.